All right. So, uh, any questions before we get started, Morgan? I don't. All right, and we'll 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 get you out of here by five or six p.m. Something like that. Oh man. No, it's Mike. Not. Mike's used to working late now. I know. Oh my god, dude. <laughs> uh, no, we usually try. We shoot for like thirty minutes. Okay. Sometimes yeah. it's a little more, but um, no all problem. depends on how many tangents I take us down because. Derek stays right on point with the questions. I start talking about the dandelions and who knows. Uh, all right. You ready? Let's yeah, start. let's do it. All right. Welcome back, everyone, to Blue Collar Startup. I'm your coast. Coast. I'm your co-host. I'm your uh, sleep-deprived co-host, Mike Nelson, Five Towers Media, joined by visionary founder, creator, Derek Foster. Good morning, Mike. <laughs> good morning, good evening, and good afternoon. <laughs> the days all roll together. Uh, yes, they are. Yes, yeah. they are. I, uh, for those of you listening, I'm uh, I'm a bit of a baby when it comes to sleep, and uh, which is really funny because back when I used to do snow removal, you know, you have to do like two days. You'd be Going up for 20, up, yeah. 30, 40 hours, and I never made 40 hours. That's an exaggeration, but, but 30, 35 hours, I think, is the longest stretch I ever did, but I would just fall apart, and... Uh, and now that I'm in my 40s, going if I don't get like six hours of sleep, I just I just fall apart. I just become yeah. useless, which is about where we're at right now. So, uh, anyway, just fun fact for everyone listening: if I sound like a complete jack wagon, even more so than I usually do, uh, it's because of my lack of sleep. So he's got a cup of coffee here that never happens. Yes, yeah, coffee <laughs> at uh, two fifteen in the afternoon. So, uh, and I'm on 75 hard again, so I should be drinking nice. water, not coffee, because yeah. I had to get my gallon in, but I don't know. My water is here. What day, are, what day are you on? Three, four. Okay. So you just started. Yeah, I just started again, yeah. Very uh, good. On Monday, actually. So I'm, I'm attempting, I'm going to do it for, from now, basically, till the end of the year, and then I'm going to start to do it again, starting the first of the year, and go into the Live Hard program, because nice. I failed the Live Hard program this year. It's not easy to do. No, it's not. It's a lot of sh stuff that they have to do on that. So, yeah. All right. Well, let's introduce our guest. So I'm and I'm lo looking at Morgan's card right now because I'm <laughs> so I don't mess his last name up. So I'm with Morgan Pelletieri. Hopefully, I didn't mess that up, Morgan. You got it. I should say we are with. Sorry. Nailed it. Nailed it. Nailed it. <clears throat> so Morgan's with uh, TechSmart Home Inspections, which I'm actually really excited to have you on here because. Uh, Really it, hoping to talk about the real estate market, which is just freaking crazy right now. Yeah. So I'd love to get, um, you know, we, we I talk to real estate agents and uh, mortgage brokers all the time, but uh, don't often get home inspectors. Oh, yeah. Although we did. We had Matt Smith in here. Yeah. God, that was like a year ago. Since Matt. Yeah, Matt sold his uh, sold his business. And yeah, he's out. One of his employees and doing on. something new. Yeah. Yeah, we're building him a website, actually. I, won't, I'll, uh, I don't think he's ready to talk about it yet. But awesome. Yeah, well. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I met Matt. He joined one of our uh, our network meetings yeah thanks for having me by the way of course yeah, yeah welcome. thanks for coming over here man well, uh, so tell us real quick where are you located out of uh delmar delmar yeah all right yeah. is that west of albany down down by me um i don't south of albany, south of albany. is it yeah. south of albany yeah yep yep you can tell i don't leave the farm very much yeah <laughs> serving the greater serving the great yeah district so morgan's actually got a cool backstory that i got a little bit out of and i, and I really hope that uh if you're okay sharing it that you'll tell uh tell everyone kind of how you ended up in the home inspection business oh yeah well um i mean i guess it probably started you know according to brad when mm -hmm. 
I was working, you know, in uh, more of a corporate life and uh, just one day my legs literally decided to quit that job before my brain did. <laughs> and uh, I just started writing my resignation letter and uh, I got right out of there and uh, within two months, you know, I was, I was thinking about what I was going to do and I really didn't want to go work for somebody else and... Um, you know, I, I really like coffee and I like food and I, I decided to, to open up a, a crepery with, you know, French press coffee. And uh, I, you know, I, I figured, well, you know, I'm miserable now. I might be miserable doing that, too, but at least I'll smell coffee all day. That's right. You know, and be able to eat crepes because. And actually, you said that. I'm like, wow, I'm freaking hungry right now. Yeah. <laughs> Sounds yummy. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so uh, we did that for a while. We were you know, pretty popular downtown. And then, uh, you know, the pandemic hit and uh, me and my wife, you know, I had a, I had a, my son, we had my son in 18 and I really, you know, didn't get to see him as much, you know, running a restaurant. And we also bought a commercial building and that was really, you know, sometimes ignorance is, can really motivate you. And, uh, the things I didn't know about that building when I bought it really angered me. And I, I figured, you know, I might want to buy more property and I should really, you know, start to learn things about buildings. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, so I just, you know, uh, Kind of, it all fell into place, and I was like, you know, if we have another kid, there's just no way I could be running a restaurant. And yeah, uh, man, that's long hours. Yeah, yeah, and it high just, stress, exactly. And uh, I just kind of went all in on home inspections, and you know, uh, went to school and did my mock inspections, and uh, at the end of 2020, launched the business. Nice. Yeah. Oh, so you got in there uh, right as that crazy real estate market really got. Fired up, huh? Oh, definitely. Yeah. That's nice. Yeah. That's good timing. It was. It was, you know, it was a nice time to do inspections, not the best time to to try to have a moment of a realtor's time to introduce yourself as as a company. Yeah. You know, I made it work. Made it work. Yeah. So how many inspections did you do in 2021? 2021, I feel like I did maybe uh, close to 100. Yeah. Yeah. So it wasn't a, a terrible amount, but it I was, mean, that sounds, you know, yeah. Sounds busy. Yeah. I mean, we were, I was busy, you know, um, I had the, the benefit, um, you know, speaking of your backgrounds of, you know, working my time, you know, in corporate towards the end was working for an SEO company as, mm-hmm. as a sales manager. And I, I feel like, you know, it, just like everybody, every every job you ever had is kind of paving the way for your next job. And that was really a great experience because I was able to have the, that knowledge yeah. to get my site going, you know, in a very short amount of time, uh, which helped supplement, you know, the lack of business I might have been getting from, from you know, the real estate community, you know. Well, and I think, that, you know, that really highlights, too, uh, uh, huge point that I think a lot of people getting into that maybe it's their first time owning a business and they don't 
you know, they work for someone doing, you know, in, in a lot of cases, right. You get someone that works for you at the cleaning company, you get someone that works for us at the marketing stuff. And, and they're like, Oh, I could, I could do this better and I could do it for myself and make more money. And I don't know, you know, and then they go out and they find out that how important sales is. <laughs> oh, right. And if you suck at sales, right. it's going to be a rough go for you. I'm not saying you're, it's not going to work, but right. I'm just saying like, it's going to be rough. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I, I think there are some industries that, kind of uh, are magnets for people with, uh, you know, maybe introvert personalities, you know, uh, mm-hmm. people that aren't very uh, 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 energetic even, you know, and I think home inspections is one of those where, yeah. you know, you're not going to, you're going to say, well, I know a lot about a building. I don't want to go, you know, I shake want to hands sell myself. with people. Exactly. Yeah. But I mean, you're absolutely right. You you have to look at it, that part of it. And, uh, and even with a sales background, I had to learn how to sell me, mm-hmm. you know, I was the product and that, that was a whole different, uh, there's a whole different area, you know, to, to get into, especially when you don't have all the experience and you have to, you know, sell what you have. Yeah. I'm brand new. Right. Right. Hey, hey, how are you? I know there's five other home inspectors that are talking to you, trying to get your business, but here I am and I'm brand new. All right. Send me some deals. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Call me maybe. What's yep. that? What's that singer's singer's name? I couldn't. I couldn't tell you. Oh, oh my, uh, I know who you're talking about. Oh, like yeah. We just actually just had this whole conversation in the car with my kids the other day, and I could have sworn it was Taylor Swift. I'm like, no, it's Taylor Swift, and they're like, it's no, not. it's not. It's like Carly yeah. something or other. Yeah, Jepson or ooh. Ooh, I, I think that's correct. Yeah. Wow, look at you pulling that out of the ether. Was I mean, I, I heard it was hard. Google confirms. Ding, 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 ding. <laughs> you won a free toaster. That's amazing. Carly Jeps. Thanks, Carly. <laughs> why did I know that? Why, no, well, you know, listen, I, I why do I even know Taylor Swift's name for that matter? And I thought it was her, but. Well, she's everywhere. You yeah. can't even watch football anymore. I know. I'm sorry for all my fo- all the football fans out there. She's invaded your football. So uh, I mean, she's a powerhouse, though, from yeah. a business standpoint. Holy moly! Yeah. I know. Right? You think she'd come on the show? Um, maybe. We can get some blue collar spin. Yeah, absolutely. I'm sure she's dated someone who's blue collar at some point, right? She's pretty much dated everybody. That's what that's what I, that some guy was talking about her on the radio. That's what he was saying. He's like, "Oh, Taylor Swift she's dated everybody on the planet." I'm like, "Well, not me." <laughs> well, she seems to be dating someone now who's pretty blue collar to me. I mean, well, you know, he's football, but he's stocky. Yeah, he he's looks, got he's got the same facial hair. Yeah, he owns a tool belt for yeah. sure, for sure. So, um, so what do you think? So, well, don't tell us who the first real estate agent was that gave you a deal, but tell us why they gave you your first deal. Hmm. Yeah, I'm sure you got to remember that, right? Yeah, and you know, it was it was a friend of mine uh, that had we'd gone back, you know, 20 years. Uh, and that was really what it came down to. And, uh, you guilt him into it. Oh, pretty much. <laughs> you know. Well, yeah, I mean, everybody, everybody needs a start. And, mm-hmm. you know, the thing about realtors is what they're really afraid of, not what you're going to find, but how you're going to tell the client, Oh, you know, so they don't want somebody who's going to be like, Oh my God. Do you know what's in your attic? You know? <laughs> this is the worst thing I've ever seen. Exactly. Yeah. How much are you paying? It's all in the presentation and working through it. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. They just want somebody who's going to be, you know, non-alarmist and and kind of, you know, 
just I, I try to tell people like everything's fixable and you know people are so it's not what you communicate it's how you communicate it totally totally you need a good bedside manner mm-hmm. you can't be the you can't be the doctor that you know eyes widen when they look at the report you know <laughs> sir you're gonna die in two hours but uh, i've got a tea time so exactly i gotta go <laughs> exactly <laughs> i've been in the room with those actually so um so your friend and, and again i you know, one of the things that we're trying to do on the show here is really try to open up some of the like real world examples of how people are starting their business and what they're doing to get business and the things they're going through. And, you know, I think again, just trying to look at younger businesses that, that like you've been around for since 2020, right? So it's right. a couple of years old and, you know, looking at what you did to get to doing a hundred inspections in 2021, you know, when things were crazy and then looking at what you're doing in 2022. So now, so how do you feel, you know, like, like everyone should, you started with, you know, the quote unquote low hanging fruit, right? Friends mm-hmm. and family. Yep. That's the first thing you always do. I mean, right. Like, mm-hmm. Absolutely. What, like I, I know that's what I do is I, the minute I start a new business, I look around at who I know, who's in my network that I know will support me and I'm going right to them and asking them for their business. Right. So, Absolutely. so, when you left that though, like what did, how has your, from leaving the friends and family to branching out of that, right? Cause that's only going to get you so far. Right. What, what kind of things have you done? Well, you know, I've been to a lot of events, you know, golf events and, and, you know, charities and meet and greets. And I don't know. It's just, to me, it feels almost like dating mm-hmm. where, you know, you're a little bit weird and awkward and you don't know how to start that conversation i've always been really good on the phone yeah with one in one-on-one situations and the thing about probably most businesses is you know it, being on the phone and calling people out of nowhere is is really uncomfortable and yeah. hard and the good thing about that is you're not going to have a ton of competition mm-hmm so I, I like, you know, when I'm, when I'm in need of business and lately I, I really don't need it a lot more business than I am right now. Yeah. You know, I, I will just, you know, carve out, uh, about an hour of my day and make 10 phone calls and try to have, you know, good conversations and make good connections and not sell myself, but just introduce myself and, and, um, and have, have them remember me somehow. So cold calls. Yeah. I love cold calls. I do them every week. Do you really? Yeah. Still? Yeah. That's amazing. I, it, because I'm naturally an introvert. Yeah. So I have to, if I don't do it, then you get uncomfortable with it all over again. Yeah. So, you know, I'll do a couple every week just to stay fresh. That's great. Yeah. Yeah. I try to do, uh, I don't do that many cold calls anymore, but I do have like a, I have my whole minimum daily behavior thing that I do, but, uh, and it always leads to cold calls because I have to make a certain number of calls each week. And some of them have to be to people I know. And some of them just, if you got to make, you know, 25 prospecting calls and you've called everybody on your list that, you know, sooner or later, you got to call people you don't know. Yeah. It's true. It's true. It builds, uh, guts really. Yes, it does. Well, it's nice when you're the principal of the company because you don't get a lot of nasty people. Yeah. You know? you're, 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 you have a little bit more steam. And I know for me, realtors don't, they, you know, they, uh, they're careful, you know, with inspectors because they never know when they're, 
going to be, you know, the, the listing agent and you're inspecting the property. So they yeah. don't, don't want to, you know, be rude to you. So it must be tough, um, you know, going in because, again, you're, you're technically your client is the, the would-be homeowner, yes. right? And so you want to make sure that you're giving them an inspection and a report that's going to um, be helpful and right. protect them, right. right? But at the same time, if you're a home inspector that's there on the behest of the buyer's agent and you are constantly blowing up deals, that probably doesn't uh, bode well, I'd yeah. imagine. Well, it's funny because what I've learned is that I'm not for everybody. And uh, a quick story, you know, I, I, I did this, uh, this inspection in Del Mar for uh, a, an acquaintance of mine. You know, her and her partner were, were buying a house. And I don't know really how they got this realtor. But, uh, you know, one of the first things he told me was, uh, you know, on the, on the phone when I introduced myself was that the house was being listed by another realtor in town. Mm-hmm. And I thought that was very odd that he would tell me that. He said, "Just so you know, the owner of this house is a big realtor in town," and I and it just caught me off guard. And I was like, "You know, he's he's telling me this because he doesn't want me to kill the deal." Sure, you know. And uh, so right off the bat, I was like, ah, "One of these people." So, <laughs> um, um. Ten minutes into the inspection, I see these two pipes coming out of the ground, and I, I say to him, you know, are do you have a property condition disclosure on this? And he goes, no, why? He said, I think, you know, there's two pipes in the ground. I want to make sure that's not a buried oil tank. Right. And he said, that's not a buried oil tank. Don't be ridiculous. Yeah, but <laughs> I, st- I got my I got my client's attention because they came out and you know checked it out and you know. And I just said, you know, this could be very expensive to get rid of. And uh, he's busy on the phone with the listing agent, also the real, you know, the realtor. And who, who was, by, by the way, uh, uh, was a great seller, as it turned out. Yeah. He, he said, you know, to be honest, that could be a buried oil tank. And he went to the town and he got proof that it was. And then he paid for its removal. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. And, but at the end of the inspection, you know, the, the buyer's agent said, oh, you know, why don't you give me a couple cards, you know, for, for the future? And I said, you know, I, I think I'm pretty good, you know, because that's not someone I want to work with. You know, I want to work with the same people who ha- share my vision yeah. of how clients should be treated is, you know, you want all the information. And those are the realtors I work with. The people who want all the information. Well, and you had a choice, right? Like you could choose uh, more deals from that realtor or your integrity. Absolutely. Right? Which one's worth more? Right. But you know what? What you'll find is that the realtors who recommend me, you know, because they want every rock to be, you know, un- unturned, are the realtors who do really well, yeah. you know, because they have the trust of the client. You know, and they're go they're you know, so they look at it very uh, long term themselves. Yeah. Of you know, well, the more they trust me, the more they're going to refer me business. Yeah. It's not a one and done for them. You know, it's always every every client they have is an, is going to be a new client in the future somehow. Yeah. You know? And uh, it's 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 so nice when you meet somebody like that and they share that view. Yeah, I mean, I. 
Go ahead, Derek. Yeah, it, it just it it amazes me, but you know that that's out there. You know they have a fiduciary duty to their client, and uh, you know, if they're not going to own up to that, and that's too bad. Yeah. Chances are they're probably not going to be be there for too long. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Or they just develop that reputation. Yeah. You know? It's a it's a shame. But it is a shame. I, it's funny too because I know that we we consciously made the decision a few years ago to like, like only want to work with good humans. Like if you're not a good human, I don't care how much money you're putting in front. I just I'm so tired of dealing with shitty humans. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like like I don't care. It's just not it's not a money thing. Like I, and and I'm not you know I'm not Andy Vercella. I'm, I'm not rolling in it, but by any means. But at the same time, like I just sometimes your integrity is just worth so much more than. Absolutely. Working with people like that, so oh, yeah, good for you, man. I love to hear that stuff. Yeah, yeah. You gotta, you gotta draw the line, and you know, I mean, and you, you benefit from it. I think mm-hmm. you, know? you, you benefit from making those good decisions. You do, and everyone around you does, for right. that matter, right? Absolutely. Yeah. So, so, tell us a little bit about the the real estate market right now. Like, you know, the interest rates are crazy. Yeah. Somehow, housing sales are still up, which mm-hmm. sounds so crazy to me because yeah. I. I talked to so many people that are in real estate and all of them are telling me how slow it is. Right. But every time I read an article or pull up a stat, home sales are still up. Right. Well, I mean, it, it's like you're, there's a, there's been a line of people at the bread market and for a couple of years now, and there's still only 10 pieces of bread. You know, right. It's as simple as that. So red lines, that's an interesting analogy more yeah. than yeah. So. <laughs> there's there's you know what happens is you know people don't want to sell their house until they have another house to to move to. And right. uh it's created a domino effect where there's probably a lot of people that would like to move, but you know with the rising interest You can't rates, upgrade right now. Right. Without spending more money, period. Absolutely. The houses are more expensive. Right. The interest rates are higher. Yep. Your mortgage payment's going to go up. Yes. You're, like if you want to go into a you know quote unquote better house, right. you're going to spend more money. There's no yeah. like there's no deal out there. It's no. crazy. Yeah, and there's just you know there's just not enough inventory, and uh, you know even the looking you know you used to be able to compare new construction, you know to to the resale market and. Uh, that's just gone way out of control. You know, the the new construction is just so much higher than anything you yeah. can find on the market that, you know, it's really just kind of weeded out the people that can actually afford to buy a house right now. Yeah. Well, there's less and less people from what I keep reading Absolutely. that can afford it. So it's, yeah. it's pretty crazy. Right. Yeah. So they keep building apartments. Right. I guess, right? <laughs> I mean, you got something. People got to live somewhere. Yep. Yep. <laughs> 240,000 new people in the country last week. So, you know, it's, uh, people got to live. Right. So, know, what, man. so now that you, you've got a client base, you're, you're in the business, you got your feet wet. Mm-hmm. Uh, do you have any employees? Have you hired anybody or? No. And, and I don't think I will. Um, you know, just one of the, just things I learned about myself, you know, at, in the restaurant, business and you know at the time that we decided to shut down i probably had 15 to 20 employees kind of rolling wow yeah and it was just not a lot of fun for me you know um i uh, what are you talking about 
<laughs> that HR stuff is the best, man. Hiring, firing, people not showing up for work. I mean, that's right. the stuff we live for. Is, yep. You know, come on, man. Yeah. I mean, some, some people might have a really good feel for it, you know, but uh, I, I like to focus on what I'm, my product and, and not babysitting people. And, you know, I, I'm, I'm sure that there are inspectors out there that are just as good as me, but I can't be there to make sure that that's the case, you mm-hmm. know, and that's why I can't have an employee. I, I hope to, that someday I'll get to a point where there might be a scheduler for me that could field phone calls. Uh, Cause that's, that becomes challenging when you're doing inspections and getting phone calls. Yeah. Cause you can't just be like, Oh, hold on a second. I'm not going to go in that attic. I got to speak to this other person who's now more important, you know? Uh, so, yeah, I hope someday to get there, but I don't think I'd, I'd want to really grow. Um, it's just a choice I've, I've made. Yeah. 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 I'm, listen, I get it. And it's funny because uh, Devin, right? Yeah. Yeah, Devin kind of was the same thing. Like, he, you know, he came on, I think he's episode three, maybe. Um, yeah. Cool guy, though. I mean, you know, I only met him for the show. I think you guys, you, you know him pretty well. But um, and he kind of had a similar thing where he's like, yeah, he's like, I'm not really looking to build like a big company. He's like, I might, maybe I might get an apprentice at some point, maybe. Yeah. But he likes doing his thing and yeah. doing the jobs that he can do on his own and, and can control the quality of work and really cares about, you know, the job that he's doing for people similarly. So it's right. Right. You know. Yeah. I mean, I've, I've worked for a lot of pricks and I still do, mm-hmm. you know, now it's me. So right. I don't want to subject anybody else to that. Yeah, no, I get it. <laughs> I always tell people I'm, I'm unemployable. Like I couldn't work for someone <laughs> if I wanted to, like I'm, I'm the worst. I'm great to work with you. Right. But if I'm working for you, like forget it. I, I would fire me the probably day one. Yeah. It's crazy. <laughs> what are you going to do? So what is uh what does a typical day look like for you these days? Well, I mean, if I have inspections uh, that day, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll basically, uh, you know, confirm appointments for the next day. And, you know, I go out, uh, it takes me probably about two hours to do an inspection. And if I'm leaving, you know, we're doing radon testing, I'll have to schedule, you know, to come back three days later to pick it up. Uh, and I use electronic devices, so it's, it's really been... Uh, great for the realtors because yeah. we don't have to wait for a lab to tell tell us if we have radon yeah so you yeah so i think that's what it used to be right like you have to put it in the basement mm-hmm. close the door make sure the door's shut for three days yep. and then send the readout or whatever it is to yeah. someone and they give you the, but now you, it automatically tells you yeah now i've got an electronic device it's still lab certified but i i get as soon as i get wi-fi i can tell oh that's client, cool you know what what it came back at so yeah, it's good. But I really pride myself on the technology, hence mm-hmm. the term, you know, tech smart inspections. Yeah. Uh, you know, we use uh, a lot of cool devices, drones, and I, one of the few guys out there using thermal imaging, which is uh, great for, you know, looking at finding, you know, water heat intrusion. loss. Yeah, heat loss, water intrusion, overactive, you know, electric panels and stuff like that. It's uh, it's pretty awesome. Actually, hmm. it's like it's like bringing the predator along. You know? Oh yeah, you yeah. put your put some goggles on and uh, <laughs> yeah, there's some weird clicking noise coming out of the wall. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> exactly. Such a great movie. Yeah. 
Is that where uh, I was gonna say? Is that where Arnold's like get to the chopper? But if, he probably says that like in every movie. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I don't think he's had any original lines in a long time. No, no. <laughs> it's like, hey, why don't you say, uh, "I'll be back again"? You know? Right, right. <laughs> I'll be back. Get to the chopper and uh, get down. Get down. Get down. <laughs> That's pretty good. <laughs> I worked on that all morning. So it's, it's actually the only Arnold thing that I can do. Get to the chopper and get down. <laughs> Oh, I definitely need more coffee, guys. So, um, you got any crazy morning routines? Um, I try to get some exercise and, you know, uh, occasionally I'll, I'll do some meditation. You know? Cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Doing, uh, doing a whole life change, you know, in the, in the recent years of just sober living and, you know, doing what it takes to, to maintain that. Yeah. Yeah. Very cool. Yeah. You got to take care of yourself, right? Absolutely. Especially when you got kids. Yep. Yep. You got to take care of yourself before you yeah. take care of your kids. Yeah. Otherwise, you can't take care of your kids. Exactly. Exactly. And they are little tyrants. So You got two? Yeah. Yep. They're, yeah. They're, they're a handful. What, uh, how old are they? Two and four. Two and four. Yep. Nice. Yeah. That's... That's it's close. Yeah. I'm four and seven months. Yeah. Oh, uh, really? Too far behind. Oh, yeah. okay. Good luck. It's a lot of fun. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. It is. <laughs> they're, <laughs> they're really sweet most days. Yeah. <laughs> Listen, the four-year-old, like, because my son, he'll be four in November, and uh, yeah, that's a fun age, man. They're freaking hilarious. Stuff yeah. they come out with. Yeah. It's true. It's true. Yeah, the other day I'm trying to, I'm like working out and I'm doing like sit-ups in the living room or whatever. And he like starts trying to do them next to me and he's counting. It's freaking <laughs> hilarious, dude. It's like, it's like, I can do it. I can do it. That's awesome. It is awesome. <laughs> it's it's great having kids. It gives you a reason to do what you do. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and I'll tell you too, and I, you know, I don't know about you guys, but I've, 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 I think about this all the time. Like I'm so blessed to work for myself and not have someone telling me where to be and what to do. Because I'm like, I, all the time, I'm like, I don't know how people that have like nine to five jobs Monday through Friday, like live. And mainly cause it's like, you know, you got school appointments and, you know, doctor's visits and all the things, daycare and like all the, and it's just like, holy moly, man. Like how do people that don't control their schedules, like do this stuff? Well, I think with the remote work and everything that happened with the, the pandemic, Everything's intertwined. Yeah. You know, work life, right. personal life. And we've even, we've seen it with our staff and give them the leniency. Hey, if you need to work from home for a day, feel free. Because mm -hmm. then they can accomplish that, accomplish their work, and then still have a weekend, you know, rather than yeah. doing that. Yeah. So it's just, it's all about working with people. and Yeah. Yeah. It has gotten, gotten better on, on that level of, you know, people are getting more creative and, you know, realizing how important they're their personal life is, you know, mm -hmm. and, uh, I think the, the, the whole job market has kind of reflected that. Yeah. It's an interesting time yeah. as far as the job market goes. Yeah. I mean, we we're just coming off the Hudson Valley, uh, podcast and yeah. you know, they they already have jobs lined up. Yeah. Yeah. That's crazy. That's, that's amazing. We got to get those stats up on the website. Like one of the, so these guys, uh, I don't know if you listen to the Actually, I don't know if we've got the episode not, posted yet. Not yet. We need the, I think we're waiting on names. Yeah. But, um, so we interviewed these, uh, these kids down at, uh, HVCC. Uh-huh. And, uh, they're in the autom the automotive, auto body program, not the yeah. automotive program. And, uh, there's something like 
60% of that workforce is going to be retired in the next 10 years. Yeah. And it's like a, a growing demand. You know, every time there's more cars on the road every day and there's more, more accidents and so on and so on. It's crazy. Like just thinking about the, you know, the labor force that's going to be needed 10 years from now, just in that yeah. one industry, let alone all the other blue collar industries, like yeah. so much opportunity. Oh yeah, definitely. I mean, I feel like I'm always waiting forever for an electrician or a plumber or a welder if i need one they're hard to find yeah it's just like or at least the good ones are hard to find right so many so many industries where they just you know people just forget about it and then all of a sudden there's a shortage yeah 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 we've got a huge one coming down the pike for a lot of the blue like most of the blue collar most of the trades yeah it's insane electricians plumbers hvac all of it like yeah and, you know, all that development we were talking about, all those new houses, you know, all that stuff. Like every time there's a new house, that means there's some one more one more home that needs a plumber, one more home that needs an electrician. Like, yeah. you know, it's crazy. I mean, college is great, but there's uh, there's other paths to make to make a lot of money and, and have freedom. You yeah. Know? Did you go to college, Morgan? I didn't. I kind of just failed out of community college. And, you know, uh, right after high school, my dad was like. I, I don't think I want to pay for you to fail out of college, you know? So I was like, college isn't for everybody, man. It really wasn't. And no shame in it. Yeah. Yeah. It just ne- never really clicked for me. Mm-hmm. And I don't know what I would have done, but I, you know, I, I wish I, I don't really have a lot of regrets. Cause like I said, I think every job has put me in the position I am right, right now, but it would have been uh, great to see where my life turned out. If I had, gone into inspections earlier in my life yeah you know because i really really like it and and uh everything about it and the 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 client the one-on-one all of it so it's uh it's it's interesting to think about but i don't spend too much time thinking about that yeah yeah well it's interesting too because you know not as i hear you talking about and being passionate about it it's like it is a huge line of protection for consumers the home inspection right like that's a you know which is crazy that people were waving them during the during 2020 and 2021 when things were crazy and they were all everybody's waving inspections. But like, I mean, that's there's so many things that can go wrong with a house that could be devastating. Uh, oh yeah, especially for you know for lower income. I'm gonna say lower income, but you know if you're not rolling in it and you know you buy a house for one hundred eighty thousand dollars and you know you you turn right around and something was missed or didn't show up on inspection and yeah. it's costing you 50 grand for a new roof or a new yeah. foundation or whatever it is. I just did one last week. It was a multifamily in the Pine Hills area, you know, probably right, right near where you were last night. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, uh, it, they waived inspections. They were moving you from the city and he just had, you know, was holding a collective breath with his wife because they knew, they knew that there was issues. Yeah. And I, the, the things I uncovered was, uh, cause he just wanted to know. So it was, you know, foundation, probably 20 grand. They had mold in the basement. They had, you know, asbestos piping throughout the basement and it wasn't, you know, encapsulated. So there was a, a laundry list of things that they had to know about, you know, at this point. Yeah. And now they're, now they're like, well, I guess we're going to pay for all this to happen. You know, like if you would have gotten the inspection, you might have negotiated you might, the price down. Right. You know? Or avoided the house entirely. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So that's tough, man. Yeah. yeah. It's, uh, but I think that that side of the market is starting to slow down a little bit. Of, yeah. 
you know, these, these rash decisions and, and, you know, hopefully it's, hopefully it, that does end, not just for me, but for them, you know, and for everybody. Cause you know, I think that's part of, you know, the housing crisis, you know, the, the mortgage crisis that we, we, we've witnessed in the past is just, you know, poor decisions, you know, that mm-hmm. get you in these situations where you don't have the money to pay for the house anymore. And then the bank doesn't have anything to foreclose on because the house isn't worth it now. Yeah. You know, it's, uh, it's, it's all very cyclical. I hope, I hope, uh, the next, the next one isn't as bad as it was, you know, back in 2009 to 2012. Yeah, exactly. exactly. Yeah. It was pretty rough for a lot right. of people. Right. Yeah. We'll see. There yeah. was a lot of, a lot of frenzy <laughs> buying going on <laughs> the last couple of years. Right. Right. <laughs> so, uh, Let's pretend someone's thinking about getting into the home inspection business. Uh-huh. Any any words of wisdom, sage advice? Um, well, I would say warnings. <laughs> I would say that uh, you know, always put the client first, and you know, if you're going to go to school, just know that there's only so much that they're going to teach you. You have to get your hands dirty and and figure out a lot of stuff. You got to continue to educate yourself because uh, houses and, and HVAC and plumbing, it all evolves and you got to get, you know, you got to keep up with those evolutions, you know, and, and um, you know, invest well in your company. I know that's, that's easier said than done. Not everybody has the money to put into companies, but you, you know, I've heard other inspectors say you got to learn before you earn. And I, don't necessarily agree with that you know i think that when you're out there in the field you're going to be learning a lot Mm -hmm. there's nothing quite like that you know um and if you don't know something you know don't pretend you do you know find the resources um one of the greatest things you know when i owned that building um it was great because i had this great rolodex of people who knew more than i did about things you know, and a home inspector is not supposed to be an expert in every field. You're mm-hmm. supposed to know a medium amount of every field. And if you see something and you're observing and reporting, you're supposed to say, hey, you should call an electrician right. to further evaluate this. You should call a mason, you know, and uh, having those people in your Rolodex, even if it's someone you run something by and you Venmo them 20 bucks for five minutes of their time, you know, it's 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 critical. Um, because the, the people who pretend they know everything uh, because they don't want to look embarrassed is, are, are the people that really should, shouldn't be in the business. Hmm. Yeah. That's excellent. Yeah. Derek, any other questions before we uh, wrap it up? Try to... Not really. My brain is... a lot of it. Okay, yeah. All right. <laughs> I just want to make sure my sleep-deprived state, I'm not uh, missing anything here. Where can people find you? <laughs> Uh, well, I'm on, I'm on the internet at uh, tshomeinspections.com. I got a great site that Brad made for me there. And uh, Oh, Brad, that's my business partner, Brad. Yeah. Five uh, Towers Media. Five, Tower Media. Five Towers Media has been amazing for my company, honestly. Um, they you know always deliver uh, what I had in mind for my site, you know, and uh, and it's been it's been incredible, you know, um, and then uh, you can always, you know, call me if you want it at 518-522-1449.
It's awesome. Yeah. Thanks for coming up, man. I appreciate it. Thank you guys so much for having me. Yeah, absolutely. It's great to meet you. This is fun. I'm going to listen to these. Are you going to listen to these? Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Well, this, this is episode what? This, is this 40? Don't share the show. <laughs> yeah, share the, share the show. Share the show. Share the show. Pass it along. Okay, I will. Will you send me a link so I can... Oh, yeah. Yeah, we definitely will. We'll get okay. you everything. And awesome. if you're listening, do us a favor and uh, also share the show. And But also subscribe wherever it is that you're getting podcasts, whether it's Apple or Spotify or whatever, or YouTube or Rumble. Um, Rumble for you freedom fighters out there. Uh, <laughs> but and, uh, and real quick, too, I, would, I do want to say thanks again to uh, Luke Michaels and the Michaels Group for uh, sponsoring the show and, and helping us out and Gave us the ability to help out those guys last week over at HVCC. So that was that was huge. It was great. Yeah, another so, one coming up at uh, BOCES pretty soon. Yeah, yeah. Is that next week? A couple weeks out. Yeah, that's going to be cool. Yeah. That's like a half-day thing, right? Well, we're coordinating with uh, Bruce to, to put all the pieces together. Cool. Yeah, we got a lot of good stuff coming up there. Yeah, that's going to be great. So, uh, listen, everybody, thanks for listening. Please, uh, you know, like I said, send the, send the show to a friend. If you know someone in the blue-collar industry, trade, or thinking about jumping off the diving board into the big ocean of entrepreneurship, send it on over to them. Thanks for listening.